0: Hello, everybody. I needed to record a video to respond to Just Some Guy about a video he recently did called Who Punishes the Punisher? Now, just to be clear, Just Some Guy's channel is actually one of my favorites, and I usually agree with his takes about comic books a lot. Uh, He generally addresses the fact that wokeness is ruining comics, and I think that most of my viewers would actually probably really like his content. But on this issue, I had to say something, because... I think is first of all his understanding of the Punisher character is off, and also his understanding of the symbolism that has kind of grown up around the Punisher character. And I don't even the funny thing is I would also kind of differentiate, I don't know necessarily that even a lot of the people in question are actually even fully understanding Frank Castle either. <laughs> but in any case, let's get into it. I'm gonna play some of his video, respond to some of it, and I have some content to share with you about that. The reason I'm doing this as a stream is so that I can get it over to my Twitch audience immediately as well. seems to be the most efficient way. I will be in the chat room to respond to you guys. So, As I mentioned earlier, the video is called Who Punishes the Punisher? The YouTuber is just some guy. I do advise that you check out his channel. I think you'll like a lot of his content if you like mine. Um, But let's get into this, and I'm going to pause it periodically and give my comments.
1: So Marvel's all-woke, all-lame version of the Punisher is coming out. The revamp changes the Punisher symbol, gives him ninja swords, and has him join the Hand, the villainous clan of ninja. The idea itself isn't half bad, but the reason behind it is completely retarded. Some people at Marvel don't like that the right, especially cops and military, use the Punisher symbol and idolize him. So...
0: They don't actually idolize Frank Castle. They idolize Chris Kyle, who is a medal award-winning, you know, basically war hero sniper who was featured in the film American Sniper. Chris Kyle adopted the Punisher skull. Most of the conservatives that I talk to about this when they're wearing these t-shirts don't even know who Frank Castle is. But let's continue.
1: Oh, Marvel's going to ruin the character to try to own the right. It's another one of Marvel's bad decisions done out of spite and pettiness. For some reason, some of the people running Marvel think that the only people who read comics are left-leaning, or at least should be. They seem to think that they've done something wrong if conservatives like their characters and stories.
0: That's because they don't want anyone on the right to have anything. They don't believe that people on the right are even human, in many cases. You're, You're dealing with people who have a very different set of heroes, and it's not usually the kind of people that Frank Castle... Would get along with. And I'll get into that a little bit later.
1: It's almost like they don't understand how stories work. Everything you write isn't going to appeal to your intended audience. Sometimes people you don't like will like your work. Sometimes they might even identify with the characters, even ones you don't want anyone to like. This is how stories work. Your job as a creator is to pay attention to this. And if you want to address it, you do that in the story, and you do it without being pretentious. This would be the normal way of addressing the Wright's affection for Frank Castle. Instead, Marvel decided to wreck the character to spite his fans, which got one fan to ask Chuck Dixon, former Punisher writer, this question, quote, If it's true that Marvel really did change the Punisher symbol because they don't like the kind of people who like it, i.e. police and military, then it begs the question, why do the people at Marvel hate their fans so much? Well, it's not that they hate their fans. It's that they hate a certain type of fan the conservative. They don't agree with the right's politics, so they don't want the right anywhere near Marvel Comics. This is what ideologues do. They try to keep their spaces pure, which is why conservatives do the same thing to liberals and progressives. The general rule is that you can stay if you keep out of sight and out of mind. Of course, that usually doesn't last long because they genuinely don't like the other side. So even if you're not doing anything, they'll find a reason to target and get rid of you. And as you can see with the comic book industry stacking sales, that doesn't make for good storytelling or good business. However, I think there's a better question to be asked. Why do the people who hate the government love the enforcers of the government? Think about it. The right, especially the hardcore religious conservatives, seem to think the United States government is the worst evil ever visited upon man. Everything else pales in comparison. The government can't be trusted. Unless conservatives are in power, then it's perfectly trustworthy. Cause it'll abuse its power. It's gonna put its boot on the neck of the people. But the people whose feet are in those boots? They're the bestest people ever. It's one of the most confusing things about the right. You think the government is evil incarnate, but the people who enact and enforce that evil are heroes and saints? There's this weird cognitive dissonance at play, and I don't know if conservatives don't see it or don't care, but it's very much there, and it explains why they get so confused about other people not liking the government's enforcers. It-
0: well, <laughs> you're partially correct here, but um, and the funny thing is I had to do a different video about the Punisher, specifically addressing members of Antifa and BLM who seem to think that the Punisher would be on their side. Uh, The truth is, the Punisher character would kill people on the right or the left, depending on what they were doing at the time. Um, His thing was about killing criminals and bad people, and they come in both forms. You know, so, but regardless of that, um, I think that your understanding of specifically why they identify with this character, how is it that you can support, for example, the boys in blue and support our troops while not supporting the government? Well, um, that's easy, because ironically... If in the event the government ever did get out of control, whether there was some kind of fascist uprising or whatever, it is our troops and our police who would end up being the ones who would thwart such a you know an attempt, you know, at creating a fascist country. It is the police. It is the troops who would do that. And an awful lot of them happen to be, you know, along a similar line of thinking, but not all of them. That's another thing I'd kind of like to point out. This thin blue line, thin red line stuff, which we're gonna talk about a little bit more later is not just a right-leaning thing. It's a, are you participating in serving the people and putting your life on the line to do so thing. In fact, let's take a look at it right now. I took over here, and I, I took the time to go ahead and get this so that I can explain this, but this is an example of a, you know, a Punisher skull that's been adapted here, and This is the one that people are seeing, but this is also like, you know, when when it becomes like affiliated with a specific group, you're going to be looking at this, the you know, the series of flags. And you can see these flags, you know, like, for example, if you go to, say, a CrossFit gym, you know, you'll run into a lot of different colors of these flags. And the reason why is because of this color-coded flag system, you know, that allows you to create an American flag, but to specifically address the military, law enforcement, firefighters, dispatchers, corrections, EMS rescue. I've seen versions of these flags that were for specific branches of the military, like the Navy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's what is going on here. You know, um, this is to honor people and you know, and a brotherhood between these people. Again, we're the people who put their lives on the line to save others and to protect the innocent. And if you really want some insight into it, You might actually, you know, say, look up a credible, you know, military uh, reporting site, like We Are the Mighty, why the Punisher is so beloved by the military. And I'm not going to read the entire article, but I will link it, you know, but it comes down to this, you know, um, he's not a typical hero. He definitely commits countless crimes for the sake of good, but he's also not a villain. He will go out of his way not to harm the innocent. He'll gather information on whoever he's going after, you know, to know if they're really evil. He'll spare any low-level bad guy who wants to surrender, and perhaps the most prominent piece of evidence against villainy, he never enjoys killing. He's comfortable with it, and his mind is at ease knowing someone innocent is safe because of his action, um, actions, but he has never been shown in all of his 45-year-long comic history enjoying the act of, of killing. That's what separates him from the psychotic villains he encounters. It's his duty to protect the innocent. It's his burden to have to do terrible things to make it so. That's something that many troops can get behind. It also helps that he truly encapsulates the rest of the minor um, you know, moments that come with being a veteran, like his monologue in Daredevil Season 2. And here's a you know example. This is a picture of Chris Kyle with his Punisher skull. That's where this starts. It's not about idolizing Frank Castle for the majority of the right, but when it comes to the soldiers who actually understand it and have you know, evaluated it closer, well, then it comes back to Chris Kyle. I want to be clear. I have my own issues with Chris Kyle, but they stem from what went on between him and Jesse Ventura. But if you really want to understand that, I would suggest you go listen to the Joe Rogan episode clips specifically about this issue. I'm not going to get into it here. But I completely understand why people have admiration for this guy. He was a war hero. So... You know, bearing that in mind, I hope that that gives you a little bit better understanding. Let's go back to the video, and because um, I have other things that you say that I want to deal with.
1: If you think the government is corrupt, who do you think will enforce that corruption? Damn right, the cops and the military. You'd think the anti-government conservatives would be fine with the bulk progressives' hatred of cops and military, but no. The right is actually bothered by it. As Chuck Dixon explains, quote, They have contempt for the punisher this new crowd of editors and quite frankly when i was at marvel writing the punisher in the 90s there were quite a few editors who didn't like the punisher they sure liked to have him show up in their books because it would increase sales but they didn't like him as a character and marvel didn't seek those kinds of readers even then well what kind of readers are we talking about
0: well i'll get into that with you in a second but you have to remember who it is that we're dealing with you know because you're correct that they have contempt for the Punisher, and the reason why is because the Punisher would kill a lot of people that the left has canonized or martyrized, you know, so let's just go over a couple of examples. So to clarify, we're talking about the kind of people that thought it was appropriate to put up a GoFundMe to try to bail out Daryl Brooks, the Waukesha Parade you know, massacre killer who drove his car into a parade and killed multiple people, including children, and injured up to 40. These are the kind of people that think someone like this deserves to have a bail fund. These are also the people that essentially turned Jacob Blake into a martyr and made him a millionaire. And who is he? Well, aside from getting shot by a police officer, people don't really talk about who he was, That's because of the fact that if they did, they'd have to admit that he was a rapist who was violating a restraining order that his rape victim had against him, you know, while in the process of violating that order, trying to steal her car with her kids in it. That's who he was. And again, these are the kinds of people that the editors that you're talking about think are martyrs or heroes or people to in some way be admired or, you know, to have some empathy for. But that's not the end. Let's keep going. These are the people who also walk around saying justice for Dante Wright. And he did get killed, you know, in a situation that he shouldn't have been killed in. But doesn't change the fact that, again, they overlook everything else about this guy. You know, I did a whole video specifically addressing his more like more recent victim. But there's an active um, well, there was anyway, an active lawsuit against him because he shot some kid in the head and now the kid is permanently handicapped. So, again, you know, What kind of people are these editors wanting to protect? You know, but I would also wager that these editors would be the kind of people who would want Kyle Rittenhouse put away for life for defending himself, while at the same time there are people marching in the streets with pictures of Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber over their heads, referring to them as heroes, even though one of them raped five boys between the ages of 9 and 11 years old, and by raped I mean forced sodomy and forced oral sex, and the other was a frequent domestic violence offender who put a knife to his brother's throat and told him he would gut him like a pig if he did not clean a room, etc., etc. So here's one more excellent final example of how the ideology on the left would despise somebody like Frank Castle. I'll get into why in a second, but there's this case here of this gentleman who tied up and stabbed a woman 20 times during a home invasion Three jurors were, you know, basically overtaken with woke ideology and their way of thinking would not convict him of murder because they could not send a black male to jail. Now, do you know what all of these people that I just mentioned have in common? Frank Castle would have killed them as dead as fried chicken. There wouldn't be any situation of any mistrial. You wouldn't have to worry about whether or not any of them were going to be convicted or not because every single one of them would have been dead. That's the problem that they have with Frank Castle. That's the problem they have with that ideology. And whether or not he's right or wrong, you know, meaning Frank Castle, we'll get into a little bit more later. As I mentioned earlier, there is a philosophical issue when it comes to superheroes and whether or not they kill or whether or not they don't, and what the reasoning behind it is. But as I mentioned earlier, Frank Castle frequently referred to the revolving door of our criminal justice system, which here's a perfect example going back. Daryl Brooks is a textbook example of the revolving door of the criminal justice system that Frank Castle refers to, and that is that he was out on $500 bail for trying to run over his fiance with his SUV, and that he had a ridiculously long criminal history and just kept getting out to hurt people again and again and again and again. And again, I'm not saying necessarily that this is the philosophy that I personally agree with. It doesn't change the fact that I understand where they're coming from. It's also the philosophy behind films like Boondock Saints, is that some people feel that some of these people should just not ever be let back out into society to hurt anyone else. If Daryl Brooks had been put away, or if somebody had killed him before the parade massacre, a whole lot of people would have still been alive. And a whole lot of less people would have had that trauma of somebody driving an SUV into a Christmas parade. That is the thinking that people like Frank Castle have, it's also the thinking that people like Wolverine have that people like that should just not be allowed to go back out into society to do these things and that very many of you know very many of them will if you let them. But we'll get into that more later. Let's get back to your video.
1: The Punisher is a very specific character with a very specific motivation. He's not a hero. He's not even an anti-hero. He's more of an anti-villain. He's the bad guy who sometimes does the right thing for the wrong reasons.
0: Absolutely not.
1: Who would be attracted to that kind of character? Dixon went on, quote, They certainly don't seek the kind of readers who would like the Punisher now. In addition to their contempt for the Punisher, I think this current crop of editors has a deep-seated dislike of the police and the military as well. So it's the old Gang of Deplorables thing. They don't want to deal with them, and they don't like the idea that they use this symbol. And I think they didn't quite understand why the police and military adopted the Punisher symbol. Considering who the Punisher is and what he represents, I don't understand it either. The Punisher is basically a functioning sociopath. He's got some control over himself, but he's a murderer and a torturer. He takes the law into his own hands to do what the government, specifically the police who admire him, won't or can't do. He doesn't care about due process. He doesn't care about innocence. He makes the rules.
0: That's not true at all. He he does have problems with due process, but he by no means does not care about innocence. That's just bullshit, and that just demonstrates you didn't read his comic book.
1: He decides who's guilty, and the punishment for guilt is a very painful death. And he does it without an ounce of regret whether he gets it right or wrong. So, yeah, it's a little weird that the military, who...
0: No, you're totally wrong. But anyway...
1: ...prides itself on honor, and the police, who are the enforcers of the law, would idolize and adopt the symbol of a dishonorable murderous vigilante. But Dixon explains the reason for the strong arm of the government adopting the symbol of an anti-villain. Quote, First of all, it's one of the coolest symbols in comics. I think it's right behind Batman, and Superman and Spider-Man It's one of the coolest symbols. It's iconic. Yeah, I'll give you that. The skull does look pretty cool. Dixon goes on, quote, and it's also representative of badass. That's it? That's the reason. Okay. Seems a little shallow to me, but continue. Quote, and let's face it, Frank Castle is the biggest badass in the Marvel Universe. You could say, oh, well, Wolverine. Well, Wolverine is practically unkillable so he can afford to be a badass. Yeah, but there's a major difference between Frank and Logan. Logan doesn't want to be that way. He's in a struggle against his violent nature.
0: This is not true either, at least not through any of the time that I was reading the, um, the Wolverine comics, X-Men comics, and I was basically completely wrapped up in them all the way through the 80s and the 90s. The people that were having problems with Wolverine's ways of doing things was, were the X-Men themselves. They would frequently try to restrain him. But Wolverine, but Logan never had any issues whatsoever with the idea that what he did was the way to do things, which is also why when you read Wolverine, when he's off by himself without Storm or anybody else to get in, you know, get in his way, he does just kill people regularly. And it's because, again, comes back to the idea that if I let this guy live, what kind of damage is he going to do? Who else is he going to hurt?
1: Frank isn't. He embraces it, and he sees other people who don't, or who don't have that nature at all, as weak. That's not exactly an admirable quality. Dixon goes on, quote, The Punisher, not so much. He's a self-made man, much like Batman. Batman, the biggest badass in the DC Universe. These are both just average guys with the will to seek justice in their own way. Yeah, except the Punisher does something Batman doesn't, and would never do. Batman would never kill. He doesn't torture for the sake of torturing. He's not cruel. He's not malevolent. He's not evil. Batman also does something the Punisher doesn't. He works within the system when he knows the people involved aren't corrupt. He supports the due process. He acknowledges there's such a thing as innocence. He admits his mistakes. The best difference between the Punisher and Batman is that Batman has such a character that even his enemies know that if they were ever in serious trouble, they could come to him for help and he would help them. And you know this because you helped establish that. Batman wouldn't trust them, but he would help them. The Punisher's enemies would be stupid to ask him for help. He'd probably just kill them, but on the off chance that he didn't, he'd get the info he needed from them first, and if they were no longer useful, then he'd kill them. This is who the cops and the military support.
0: It's funny that you bring this up, because aside from the fact that during the One Punisher crossover with Batman, uh, Batman literally had to rescue the Joker from the Punisher uh, because he was just going to kill him. Because that's Frank Castle again. His attitude is not just to kill people because he thinks it's funny or because it's interesting or because it's what gets him off. He kills people so that they don't hurt anyone else. And Batman came to the same conclusion towards the end, if you go with the Dark Knight you know, Dark Knight Returns storyline, which I just happened to find a clip of here. Hopefully I don't get nailed by YouTube for playing this. But he came to this very conclusion during this storyline because Joker went on a killing spree you know, in a tunnel of love, just killing random people, you know, specifically to try to get this reaction. And that's when Batman finally came to the conclusion that he was in some ways responsible for allowing this to happen.
1: No more. All the people I've murdered
0: by letting you live. All the people I've murdered by letting you live. This is the same line of thinking that goes on in the head of Frank Castle. It's the same line of thinking that goes on in the head of Logan as Wolverine. That's the calculus that they make. It's not about killing indiscriminately, and it's certainly not about not caring about innocence. You have to consider that at that moment, Batman had figured out that all the times that he had put Joker into the revolving door of the criminal justice system, as Frank Castle would put it, that Joker just kept it getting out. And Joker kept killing more people. And indirectly, he now believes that that's his responsibility. You may agree with it, you may not. It doesn't change the fact that it's not what you characterized it as. I also find it interesting that the one time that the Punisher and Batman ever had a crossover, Batman had to rescue the Joker from Frank Castle because Frank Castle was going to kill him. Not because Frank Castle is a sociopath, not because Frank Castle is evil or a villain in any way but because he understands that if you let somebody like the Joker go around doing what they do, they're just going to keep killing people. And you at one point had the power to stop that. Again, I'm not saying I agree with this philosophy. You know, I like Daredevil. I like a lot of the other comics where, you know, the characters are committed to not killing just as much as you do. It doesn't change the fact that this is not a villain perspective. He kills bad people to protect good people. So let's go back to your video.
1: Dixon continues, quote, and the Punisher is eminently killable. He's in danger every time he leaves the house. Sometimes he's in danger when he's at home because he's made so many enemies. Yeah, that usually happens when you go around murdering people. Some of the people who know them are going to want to return the favor. He continued, quote, and so I think that's what the police and the military are looking at. That this is a badass symbol for a badass character. Right. Just to make sure I understand this correctly. The cops and the troops support a villain who's the very antithesis of how they view themselves because they see him as a badass. And you're shocked that the people who are concerned about the government abusing its power would be bothered by the government's enforcers idolizing such a character. By wearing the Punisher symbol, cops are basically saying, he's right, they are too soft on crime. The cops should be the ones who decide the law. In fact, they should be the law. They should get to decide who's guilty. They should be able to put a bullet or two dozen into anyone they think deserves it and they think this makes them badasses being sociopaths and violating every right everyone could ever have i mean let's be real for a second if Frank castle were a real person he'd be the guy burning villages and raping women in vietnam
0: absolutely not holy shit okay so when you said this in this video i could not believe that you misunderstood this character this much and it's interesting that you point that out, because this very scenario actually did come up when Frank was in Vietnam himself, and there was a Viet Cong sniper outside of their firebase who had killed an awful lot of them. And this is how the scene ends. In this scene taken from the Born series, um, which is a series of Punisher comic books specifically about his history in Vietnam, um the troops did manage to catch the sniper that had been killing an awful lot of them, and one of them chose to rape her. Punisher, Frank at the time, there is no Punisher yet, kills uh, the woman in question, and then, after he orders everybody to leave, he takes the guy out into the fucking jungle, and he drowns him. That's right, he drowned the rapist. He didn't go out and murder innocent people, and yes, he did kill the woman, but she had killed a bunch of members of his unit, And she was a very dangerous combatant. Now, in the course of the War of Vietnam, an awful lot of very fucked up situations went down. I don't necessarily agree with everything that goes into it, obviously. But at the same time, he drowned the guy who raped people and hurt innocent people in Vietnam. He wasn't the guy. Like, this was a horrible mischaracterization on your part. And as somebody, you know, who is an influencer with an awful lot of subscribers who... Does some great content about comic books. I have no idea where you got this idea. Like, it just, again, it clearly shows you have never read a Punisher comic book. All right, so let's get back to the video.
1: He'd be the guy shooting the Afghan kid because he looked like a terrorist.
0: No, he would not.
1: He'd be the prison guard beating the shit out of the inmates. He'd be...
0: No, he would not. He'd
1: be the cop killing the black guy who gave him too much lip.
0: Absolute horseshit. The, the Punisher actually kills corrupt cops. The Punisher probably would have shot Derek Chauvin in the head. That, that That's who Frank Castle is. I don't know where the hell you're getting this stuff, but this is all absolutely wrong. I mean, let me just show you this clip. Here's the panels from one of the older stories where Punisher did in fact shoot a corrupt police captain. So, again... I don't know where the hell you're getting your information because that's just bullshit. So let's get back to it. In real life,
1: Frank Castle would be one of the last people you'd ever want to put into a position of power because you'd never be able to control him. And because he has few, if any limits, there's nothing admirable about that. Now that doesn't mean that we shouldn't explore the character. This kind of thought experiment of what happens if a functioning sociopath took justice into his own hands is exactly what fiction is for, but it is fiction i'm all for people having the power fantasies but if the punisher is your power fantasy there's something a little more than fucked up about you
0: i think what's going on here is you have a pretty fucked up understanding of what the punisher is
1: dixon then says quote, some of them may not even be aware that the symbol goes with the comic book character well that just makes it worse you can kind of excuse the military wearing a skull since it's part of their job to kill but the cops You want me to think you're an honorable representative of the law and trust you in your wearing a skull? No, I'm going to think that you think that you get to do whatever you want to do because you have a badge and the skull is a threat to back that up. I mean, you could wear the bat symbol or the S shield, but you chose a skull, which has long been a symbol of intimidation and fear. I wonder why you chose it. Then Dixon gets into the changes Marvel made to the
0: we need to be clear about something. There are criminals out there that are very bad people, and that's who you're trying to intimidate.
1: Punisher, quote, The woke crowd at Marvel are changing the symbol and changing Punisher's entire modus. He's carrying samurai swords now, because they are embarrassed. They are embarrassed to be associated with people who probably don't share their worldview. And that's really as simple as it gets. Yeah, probably. But I think it's more that they don't have an ounce of creativity in their bodies. You could get more good ideas from the drool coming out of a newborn baby's mouth than many of these people working at Marvel today. This was the best they could do because they're so obsessed with trying to make the right look bad or stick it to them that they forgot that it's easier to just let the right make themselves look bad. Instead of changing the symbol, Marvel should try to change the meaning of the symbol either to something that was positive that conservatives wouldn't like or something negative that conservatives wouldn't like. This would be done over time, not in a couple of issues, so that it would be subtle and less predictable. If they wanted to be dickish about it, they would write stories having the Punisher reflect the worst tendencies of the right, again with subtlety, so it'd be less predictable. They could have Frank go after people the right doesn't like or wouldn't care about and let it play out with a kind of Game of Thrones ambiguity. That way when the Conservatives praised the Punisher for doing objectively horrible things, you could just point to them and go, see, Hell, just making them outwardly conservative might be enough to piss them off. After all, these people have the thinnest skin imaginable, and that's saying something considering that the woke skin is damn near translucent. The right skin is so thin it might as well be air, you can see right through it. It takes nothing to set them off. So use that to your advantage. Tell the typical Punisher story, say the Punisher going after traffickers, but then make one of the trafficking victims, I don't know, gay. And have Frank leave them or kill them, and not in the same scene.
0: Which is not something the Punisher would ever do. At all.
1: At some point, Frank would either leave or kill them, and then at a different point, mention that they were gay or did some gay shit, and then-
0: Which is something Frank Castle would never do. For fuck's sake, man.
1: And everyone will connect the dots on their own. I mean, honestly. Y'all have to be the only people in the world who have the easiest time making your enemies look bad, by just letting them do what they do, and still manage to fuck that up. Do you realize how incompetent you have to be to fuck up someone else's unforced error?
0: Uh, well, how incompetent do you have to be on the topic of the Punisher to believe that he would ever do any of those things? Like, that's just not true. Like, you were literally talking about a character that you obviously don't know anything about, which is extremely unlike you. I have a lot of respect for your work. Normally, you are spot on. But at this point, you're running off at the mouth about a character that you clearly don't know anything about, and unfortunately doing a disservice to your greater message about how they're ruining this comic and why.
1: Just epic levels of stupidity. Which is why Dixon is completely right when he said, quote, Is it a bad business model? Of course it is. But generally, comic book companies, the big two in particular, are kind of clueless about their own readership. They don't know who's reading them. They don't reach out for new readers. They don't care to find out what their readers want in order to keep them reading. They stopped doing that 20 years ago. It just seems to be, as I said before, for these editors, seems to be a stepping stone for some other kind of career. Yeah, that's a problem. These people don't care about the medium. They don't care about comics, they're not invested in them, this is just a tool for them to get the job they really want but couldn't get because they either didn't have the right connections or frankly weren't good enough. I think some of that spike comes out in the stories and that partly explains why these people latched on to the wokeness. If they were right-leaning it would have been religion and they'd be the typical sanctimonious douchebags preaching about their so-called better ideas. The woke found a thing that validates them and they will defend it against their enemies as ineptly as possible. Even if that means tearing down their own readership to do it. When the best idea you have to own the right is to give the Punisher a half-assed hazard symbol and ninja swords, I think it's time you just give the fuck up. You have no ideas. Go home, go to bed, and maybe you'll dream some up.
0: So I'm going to go ahead and, um, go to an article here where they interview, um, the guy that he's been quoting this whole time. Uh, Punisher co-creators understands why military personnel embrace the Skull logo. You know, and he goes on to say that he's not comfortable with it and all of that. And one of the things that he says towards the end that I think I don't think you've really picked up on is that this guy is desperate at this point to try to rescue this character from just being canceled. And it's actually for the reasons that I said earlier. It has nothing to do with any of the other stuff you were talking about. People misunderstand why the military and why the police you know have you know any kind of value for that character or what it is that they see in him they don't understand the Chris Kyle connection which is really where it comes from you know but here we have <laughs> that same guy pandering big time and he's come out recently multiple times trying to like black lives matter co-opt the punisher which is one of the things that led to me making my other video on this topic but it says for too long symbols associated with a character i co-created have been co-opted by forces of oppression and to intimidate black Americans. Conway wrote on the campaign's website at this time, the character and symbol was never intended as a symbol of oppression. This is a symbol of systemic failure of equal justice. It's time to claim this symbol for the cause of equal justice and Black Lives Matter. Well, we've already been over that. What does Black Lives Matter want? Black Lives Matter wants to bail out Daryl Brooks, the parade massacre killer. Black Lives Matter doesn't believe that You know, a man who tied a woman up and stabbed her 27 times should be convicted of murder. Black Lives Matter wants justice for somebody, you know, who was an armed robber before he resisted arrest and got himself killed by the cops. Black Lives Matter, you know, martyrized and canonized and, you know, made a millionaire out of a guy who raped a woman, returned to her house to violate the restraining order. I mean, it just that's who they want. You know, then this is what this is really about. This guy is pandering you know heavily normally you would call something like this out which is why it disappoints me that you did you know the take that you did on this but the reality is is this they don't want the right to have any kind of symbols for anything you know they don't want the right to ever have any points of pride and they certainly don't want the police and the military to so at the end of the day what it comes down to is is that the left misunderstands what this is about a lot of people on the right misunderstands what this is about And you, meaning just some guy, totally misunderstand the Punisher. I I don't even know if I would call it a misunderstanding. A lot of the things that you said in your video are just outright wrong. Like, that's not a misunderstanding. That's a complete false understanding. (laughs) Like, as in based in no reality whatsoever was connected to the kinds of comments that you were making. Um, So, in any case... You know, even me, myself, as somebody who uses imagery from a character that I don't 100% agree with everything that he did, um, you need to recognize that the symbol, specifically what it is that people admired about Frank Castle, more specifically Chris Kyle, does not mean that you take on every single aspect of what that character is about. And I find the Punisher story interesting for the same reason that I find the Wolverine story interesting, and Daredevil, and Spider-Man and characters who have different philosophical perspectives on what it means to be a hero. And I do, however, feel that I understand, I empathize with, and at least can give some credit to the idea that maybe, to some heroes, the idea should be that if you want to protect people, you need to eliminate people who hurt them so that they can't just come back and hurt more people. That's, that's what's going on in these stories. That's the, the fantasy that you were talking about earlier the ability to actually just get people who are harmful and evil away from society. And you may not agree with the methods, but they're still not what you characterized them as at all. And the people that you're concerned about literally want rapists, murderers, and criminals to be the victims in all the stories. And, or, you know, or even the heroes. I mean, I did a video earlier about these nutcases that literally think Killmonger from Black Panther is the hero of the story. I wish I was making that up. And that's not just fringe people. There are people in the media and the actor himself that said that. Those are the kinds of people that are editing these comic books. That's why they don't like The Punisher. Because The Punisher also would have shot Killmonger right in his head. So, in any case, thanks for listening. Take care. Thanks again, folks. Please like, subscribe, ring the bell, share these videos. Uh, check out my website, v-radio.us, where you can join me on social media, follow me on my different mediums. I am on YouTube, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble. Uh, I have also do podcast versions of these shows. I'm also available on Spotify. So check me out there. If you want to financially support my work, you can do so via PayPal or Patreon. I do have a Subscribestar that I'm not pushing very hard because Subscribestar kind of has a weird system in place where you have to make a certain amount of money before they'll even give you your money. Um, I appreciate all the financial support that I've gotten so far. I will have some more content coming out. And thanks again, guys, for tuning in to V-Radio. If by chance you could do me a favor, share this video with just some guy anywhere you see him on Twitter because I would like to have a further conversation with him about this. Thanks again.